Man, you really gotta hand it to... Wait, is this... Is this right? Yeah, okay, this is right. You've gotta hand it to at BurnerUSMNT on Twitter. It was a normal March day right up until full-time U.S. men's national team fans and part-time internet sleuths like our friend at BurnerUSMNT figured out that Florin Balogun was in Orlando, Florida. As it happens, that's also where the USMNT was training during their March international window earlier this year. Coincidence? Some folks thought not. Fans put the puzzle together, doing some high-level Google Maps work in the process. At that point, Balogun, the 21-year-old striker, was still deciding his international allegiance. The U.S. was one of a few countries on the table. But now, well, now the highly rated number nine is a U.S. men's national team player. Balogun had this to say of the U.S. fans. He said, quote, I think that's when I really saw the full force of the U.S. fans. I was there, in Orlando, he means, and I just posted a photo with my friends thinking that it was just a holiday picture. Before I knew it, I just saw loads of comments and people knew I was in America, and I just really felt the love from there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we're diving into why landing for Lauren Balligan is so important for the United States men's national team. We'll get to this from a host of different angles, and we'll do it all in 10 minutes or less, because here on The Backheeled Show, that's just what we do. So, let's get to it and talk soccer. talk about what makes Balogun such an important player for the United States, there's an obvious place to start. It's that he fills the number nine spot that has caused the U.S. so many problems and has given U.S. fans nightmares for so long. During the last World Cup cycle, there was no clear and obvious number one. At times, it felt like it was Josh Sargent. At other times, it felt like it was Jesus Ferreira. At other times, still, it felt like it was Ricardo Pepe. All of those players were hot and cold, and we still haven't seen a convincing argument from any of them that they're good enough to impact the U.S. and their quest to be one of the world's better international teams. Balogun, though, certainly seems to be a level above the rest of those players. He has a pedigree that no other U.S. striker right now on the men's side can match, with 19 goals for Reims in Ligue 1 this season over in France. He's on loan from Arsenal and has had a ton of success this year. It's not just the goals, it's also the underlying numbers that show that a lot of it is sustainable. He has 186 non-penalty expected goals this season. He's been killing it in both of those metrics. The U.S. doesn't have any other players right now in a top five European league with more than 10 goals. Not Christian Pulisic, not Giorena, and certainly not any of the number nines for this program. Balogun finally gives the U.S. an obvious go-to guy, and he'll bring a level of quality that no other nine in the U.S. pool right now has shown that they can match. Now, I mentioned that Balogun gives the U.S. an obvious number one He also gives them something even more rare than that. He gives them something that really most national teams lack, an elite striker, right? I mean, we think about there are a lot of good attacking players in the world. There are a decent number of very good strikers in the world. There are very few top-end goal scorers, though, floating around the soccer ether, right? Kareem Benzema, Robert Lewandowski. There are players, Erling Holland, of course. There are guys that are going to go out there and get you goals, and you can bank on it. But there aren't a lot of those guys. And Balogun's not at the level of any of those three players. But really, he is one of the better number nines in world soccer right now. I ran the numbers earlier this week for a piece that went up on Backheel.com. Only 19 players have more than 15 goals in one of Europe's top five leagues this season. 
Only 19 players have more than 15 goals in a top five league. That's the Premier League, La Liga, the Bundesliga, Serie A, and Balogun's League. Uh, five of those 19 players are French. Four of them are English. The rest, including Balogun, then all represent different countries at the international level, which means that only 12 countries have a goal score with more than 15 goals in a top-end European league this season. You can apply that same logic to expected goals, and only 11 players have more than 15 non-penalty expected goals in Europe's big five leagues this season. Three of them are French. That means only nine countries have a top-tier goal score based on that pretty arbitrary expected goals mark, and the same with the 15 actual goals as well. These are arbitrary, but Balogun fits the criteria for both of them. He's been a top-end goal scorer this season in Europe. Even big teams, teams like Italy, teams like maybe Spain or Morocco, who made a deep run at the World Cup, or Switzerland or Croatia, those teams are all about the U.S. in the FIFA rankings, which we should always take with a grain of salt, but they're all about the U.S. None of them have a number nine that fits the criteria that we just went through. Balogun does. The U.S. used to be in that camp of not really having a top-end nine They're not anymore, and they're among a relatively limited company of teams all around the world that can say, yeah, we have a number nine. We have a guy that we can bank on to go out and get a goal at a high level with his club, and now can come into national team camp and create space and score goals and do all of those things. It certainly looks like the U.S. have their own top end number nine. It's a rare thing in the global soccer landscape. Another thing that's worth highlighting regarding Balogun and why the U.S. landing him and him choosing the United States is so important is that it shows that the USMNT's strong culture is still intact. Yunus Musa gave this quote a while back now that said, when camp is over, you kind of miss him. Talking about his teammates, Musa is a multinational player. He could have played for England or Ghana or Italy. He chose to play for the US. Serginho Dest is another high-profile multinational. He decided to play for the United States over the Netherlands. Ricardo Pepe, Alejandro Zendejas in more recent times have both chosen to play for the US over Mexico. Balogun is the latest in what's becoming a long line of multinationals to choose the U.S. He chose them over England and Nigeria. The United States has had a really impressive amount of success when it comes to recruiting these kinds of players over the years, and a big reason for that is the culture. During the last World Cup cycle, this team developed a strong culture. You've got folks like Tim Weah and Matt Turner and Daryl DK and Yus Musa and DeAndre Yedlin and others as well commenting on Balogun's announcement post on Instagram that he was going to join the U.S. men's national team. For the most part, these players like each other. They enjoy hanging out. Of course, there's going to be, shall we say, outliers when it comes to Giorena and his incident at the World Cup. But by all accounts, the team banded together and moved on beyond that. And it certainly seems like large swaths of this team really do enjoy interacting with each other and create a welcoming environment for players like Balogun to want to be a part of. Even without a manager for this team, it's Anthony Hudson still leading them ahead of the Nations League. The U.S. managed to get Balogun to buy in, to say, hey, you can play now. We want you. You're going to be a big part of this team. The culture is here. The players are fun. We're young. We're dynamic. We're hungry. All of those things are very real for this U.S. team. And if snagging Balogun, even when the program's in some level of flux, and if snagging Balogun, even when he has the option to play for a higher profile national team in England... If those things don't speak to a positive culture inside the U.S. men's national team, I really don't know what does. Now, there's still work for Balogun to do. He's got a big summer ahead, both with the national team. He could make his debut against Mexico on June 15th in the CONCACAF Nations League. But he's also got a big club crossroads coming up. He's on loan from Arsenal in France right now. It's time for him, I think, to test himself at a higher level than Ligue 1, which is pretty clearly the fifth best league in Europe. 
Go to Serie A, go to the Bundesliga, find a lower table Premier League team, end up in La Liga, go somewhere where you can continue to improve and be pushed every single day. At just 21, there's still growth for him. But man, this is a big get for the U.S. men's national team. He fills the nine spot. He gives the U.S. something rare on the international landscape, a really high-quality number nine. And this shows that the U.S. still has this quality culture that's going to continue to drive the program forward. That's it for this episode of the Backheel Show. If you enjoyed, leave us a rating and head over to backheel.com for more American soccer coverage. For now, we'll talk to you again soon.